Michael Gevin here with Jumpstart Sessions. So I'm super excited to bring you these one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching sessions. These are kind of behind the scenes and coaching videographers and filmmakers. And if you'd like to kind of cherry pick what you'd like to even listen to on each episode, you can go to jumpstartsessions.net. And on there, you'll be able to find the show notes for each and every single episode. There's also an assessment that I have each person take that I coach. You'll be able to see their results on the show notes page for each episode. You'll also be able to take the assessment yourself so you can kind of compare results. If you yourself would like to be coached on a Jumpstart session, you'll also just go to jumpstartsessions.net and it'll say, get coached on the podcast. You fill out a questionnaire and as of right now, they are free as long as they can be used as a podcast episode. And so ultimately, that's all I've got for now. I'm super excited for you to listen to this episode. So let's rock and roll. All right, rock and roll, Ben. We're all right. We're live. We're live That's to good. be in you right now. <laughs> appreciate appreciate you doing this. <laughs> well, so first and foremost, what I like to do is honestly just have you just give everybody a little bit of background, real quick, about kind of where you're at, what's going on, and then yeah. you know what you would ultimately like help with today that you think I can help with. So sure. Um, so I uh, most of the last eight years, I think I've been um, working in a church context. So okay. I worked with uh, high school teens and um, I guess elementary school kids. And I was running programs on Friday nights uh, uh, for kids in our church. Um, I did that for eight years with my wife. And then when we had our daughter uh, a year ago, uh, I guess priorities shifted because I thought I was going to be doing that kind of work for a long time. Okay. And I guess once we had our daughter, a lot of things shifted and I guess like our priorities for family life and where we wanted to go. Um, and obviously like, you know, when you work in a place for very long, like in any organization, whether it's a church or, you know, a non-church environment, you get to notice problems, I think, about, um, you know, the work environment. And I guess, um, I guess there was a certain point where I got, where I felt like I kept saying things about things that should change. And, it wasn't and things that we need to work on and maybe ways that we can improve as an organization and just get better and just serve our community better. Mm -hmm. I guess what, when you've, when you brought up so many of those things uh, for a long time and nothing changes, I think you get a little bit tired of it and maybe sure. a bit jaded about that. Sure. Um, and so I, I, I come from a, a, a church background where I can't really be in a leadership role in the sense of like, you know, like there's like a head pastor who mm -hmm. kind of like runs the ship mm -hmm. um, my my church background i can't go into that kind of role and so i'm always going to be kind of like in a second seat okay or a third seat uh you know from that from that seat and so i always felt like i couldn't change things mm. despite that i wanted to right and i wanted to be able to lead well to be able to change things and so um i guess kind of fast forward you know maybe a year and a half ago I guess me and my wife, we started, you know, realizing that maybe long-term church is not where we're going to be in terms of using our gifts and our talents mm. um, to, to create change and to help people grow. And so we, we thought to ourselves, you know, if, if there's any place that we would want to do something like that together, because we were serving for a long time together, it would be probably starting our own business. Okay. Um, and so that's where filmmaking came in because I had no idea what I wanted to do for a business. Like I, I really had no interests uh, okay. of, of starting, you know, something unique 
And I guess I, I love filmmaking as just kind of like a thing that I remember enjoying in high school and doing certain things and always wanted to know how to make movies and make them well. Um, and I think I really got kind of like got a taste of doing something when we were running our church summer camps and I would be making like little skits and movies that we would show to the kids and I would okay. be like editing and like filming our high school teens, like be actors mm, and everything. Sure. Yep. Okay. And then so, um, developed a love for it. And I just, um, also found that in recent years, the kind of content that, um, film organizations in the church they're creating are really good and stuff like maybe five, 10 years ago, um, you know, you wouldn't expect to come from a church context. Yeah, sure. And I remember saying to myself when I was seeing these things, I was like, wow, that's really good. And I want to be able to like make stuff like that. Okay. Not just to, you know, to learn the filmmaking, but also to like create something that will really help people's lives. Really resonate. And, 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 no, and having the skills to be able to do that myself. And so I guess, you know, things kind of came together where I was like, you know, this time in our lives where we're kind of transitioning into family life and, um, you know, wanting to maybe start our own business based on, and also like our experiences, you know, working and serving in the church for a long time. And we just thought it was the right time to like make the switch. And so actually, ironically, last Friday was my last day at, <laughs> at the church? church. Okay. At my now, church. Were, you yeah. employed, were you employed at the church then? I was employed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. And so, yeah. So last day was last Friday and basically <laughs> last few days and like wrapping up you know, things and just kind of like starting to figure out where the heck am I going with this? Yeah. Where my wife and I are going with this. <laughs> so, so wow. So you're, you're real fresh to, to, to the situation here right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how much progress did you, did, I mean, kind of guide me through a little bit, you know, cause I really love the kind of context of people's stories and situations. We see a lot of the yeah. things people could be like, ah, I went full time and we don't know that you know, they just inherited $500,000 in money or they've been saving since they were born or they're still living in their parents' basement. Like we don't know the situation. So I like to kind of sure. provide that context for somebody who, and just looking, you know, like we just talked beforehand a little bit about the, the two assessments you took and the disc and whatnot. You know, there's a level of you're, you know, more or less a jump out of the plane, build your wings on the way down type of guy versus the person I just got off the phone with was, you know, he needs a professional wing builder and even then he might not jump out of the plane. And so yeah. you got a little bit of that, you know, you're willing to take more risk probably than the average, average person. But uh, where do you yeah. sit with everything that, that kind of put you in this situation to be comfortable to quit? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So me and my wife, we, we were able to like in our work in the church, we were able to save up a little bit of like personal savings okay. uh, over the last eight years. And I guess I would say it was pretty sizable that, um, you know, I was able to put away a little bit for like, um, a couple of months to kind of get us by mm -hmm. in of our personal expenses, but pretty much I would say enough to really start like a small studio. Okay. And so financially, um, I borrowed a little bit from my parents because there were a couple of things that, um, that, uh, I, I wasn't expecting because obviously sure. when you start getting deeper into filmmaking, you're a little bit more, um, <laughs> you start to see the costs. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't, and I wasn't prepared because like, Oh, like I bought this camera, but then, Oh, you need this battery and that battery costs like 700 bucks. And then, <laughs> so, so my, so, so I asked my parents a little bit for help for that. Um, and you know, thankfully they were, they, they were kind of like in this place where they were, they wanted to, to help me out and sure, start the business because sure. they wanted to start their own business themselves. Oh, interesting. Okay. My dad. 
Um, but he never, I guess things didn't work out in his life. And I guess when he saw me wanting to do this, I guess he was open to helping me out financially to get this started. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. And so um, the goal is to try to get basically self-employed from, you know, already having like eight years of depending on a paycheck month to month. Yeah, right. So hopefully within this year to, to be self-employed and um, the goal is it's basically we've, we've invested all of this savings that we've had into this, see how it takes us. And if it doesn't work, then I wouldn't mind. Like I would just basically sell everything that I have and then go back into what I was doing before. <laughs> I'm, I'm open to that. Like, it's not, it's not like a, you know, I, I need to make it or else I don't know what to do with the rest of my life kind of right. thing. Your identity is not attached to making this entrepreneurial thing work or not necessarily. No, no. I, like, it's nice. Like, I, I love the, you know, the idea of like being kind of like um, having your own hours and like being more like at, with family. And I've already started to notice that, that I'm, because like, this is kind of like a business that you can do from home. Sure. Um, I was, I, I used to like have kind of like issue sometimes with the churches. There's a lot of work doesn't need to be actually at the office from a nine mm. to five kind of sure. thing. And most of the stuff, like most of the stuff I was doing was relationships. So it would be, you know, you don't really have relationships in your office. You'd go out of your office to, to meet up with people. <laughs> yeah. I found that disconnect. Like I'm being paid to be in the office when I'm supposed to be with people more. Mm. And so, um, and this is kind of like filmmaking is just one of those businesses where it's like, like it has combinations of the things that I enjoyed and loved doing in my previous job. Um, and so collaboration, the working with people and then having your work actually kind of like influence or change people in a way. Um, it might not be as hands-on as it used to be, but, uh, but there's still, you still see a, like a direct correlation of what you make in terms of like influencing other people or like, you know, making a difference to somebody. Uh, and if I do like my stuff that I do for the church, you know, like it has the ability to like teach people and help them grow in their own kind of like spiritual journey. Is there um, an opportunity? I mean, interestingly enough, I've seen this actually happen with a few people I know who were employed by honestly a church or an organization and they then actually got hired back as their production company to go <laughs> into the organization as more of a contractor to do the work, but just do that work. Is, yeah. is that anything that's, that's been in conversation or? Actually, no, it's kind of funny. So, um, so I'm Catholic. And so uh, the way that uh, Catholic churches are kind of like the, uh, yeah, the way Catholic. that they're like organized mm-hmm. is that there's like the individual church, but they, there's like an umbrella organization called the archdiocese. Yep. Kind of like, it's kind of like the central hub that kind of oversees all of these little churches. Yep. Yeah. I, um, I, I grew up Catholic my whole life. My okay, Catholic school. Okay. Yeah. I went to Catholic grade school and high school. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the archdiocese. So because I was in the youth ministry world, um, I was really, I was connected really well with um, the guy who oversees the youth ministers in all of the different churches. And so uh, actually when he found out that I was doing this and kind of like branching out on my own, he actually asked me um, for help in creating um, videos for their office. Okay. Uh, so one I did for basically these, uh, an arm of their office that goes out and talks to different schools. And so I kind of like did a little bit of a, uh, kind of like a promotional piece for their recruitment for more of people who do that kind of work. Uh, and then recently I've been asked to kind of create like an eight to 10 minute, it's almost like a mini doc okay. that will encourage all of these different churches that don't have youth ministry to invest in people like me. 
so that they can, you know, uh, work with the kids and the work, people in the invest in people like you were at the at the at, at the, the church. Yeah. Heart. Okay. Yeah, because not because not every church had somebody like me. Okay. Um, and I guess the the youth ministry in in the Catholic Church, like in the recent years, for our Archdiocese of Toronto, it became uh, a lot of the money has gone into supporting youth ministry initiatives in the Archdiocese of Toronto. Um, and it's kind of like the one area in the church that's really growing. And so it's okay. like, oh, if, if it's working, let's get more people doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. So there's, there's opportunity that is being created there than it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And my, and my church um, that I just left, they actually asked me to do kind of like uh, cause we're going reno- we're undergoing renovations to kind of like do like an opening video for the new building and Perfect. having people talk about the history of the church. So I have been hired. You already kind of got a client in that respect right out yeah. of right That's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. So tell me what, what right now is the biggest worry, the biggest struggle? I mean, how, how do you, what are the questions that you would even have for me right now before I start asking certain things? I'm just curious where you're, where you're kind of at. Um, did I need to spend as much money as I did? <laughs> <laughs> so you want me to either affirm that you did or you did? Well, that depends on what you spend and what you got. But yeah, I mean, I definitely, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I mean, I started back in like 2006. And the reality that I know today is that in the big picture, at least only in my business and what I had done, I believe in my heart that as a collective whole, for the projects that I've done in the last few years, I almost probably don't need more than four to six thousand dollars worth of stuff. Okay. Uh, for what yeah. we do. Um, yeah. But I mean, I through my entire career, oh my God, I don't even I don't even know fifty to a hundred thousand at least in gear and cameras and everything. Yeah. I mean, at least. Yeah. I mean, when I started, the thing was, I mean, you know, a five hundred gig hard drive was five hundred bucks when I was doing it. I mean, a thirty-two yep. inch TV was sixteen hundred dollars. Now you can get a eight terabyte for two hundred bucks or something. You know, so yeah, things yeah. have shifted a lot uh, from that yeah. aspect. But I would say that four to eight thousand dollars, depending on what you're doing. I mean, you really there's always the elevated version, right? You know, it's like, you know, you can get a Honda Civic, it'll get you from point A to B and you can get a Ferrari and it'll get you from point A to B. It's like, how premium do you want to be about things? Yeah, how, yeah. Um, no. And so there's, there's levels of that that happens where people, you know, I got to have the red versus, you know, I mean, even like <laughs> put up a video with this, I think iPhone that you couldn't almost tell the difference on certain levels right sure yeah yeah you know so that's that's the kind of stuff that that i think happens sometimes it's like i want the the best of everything yeah any money i had a guy who made money in weddings for three years with t2i's i think at least three years three or four years and then you know he had the cash flow he had the business he had the clients and then he upgraded and got three sony a7s3s or whatnot so you know I believe in versions of that where there's, there are things, and it did up-level his work. It definitely did. I mean, from those T2Is to that. But at the same time, yeah. he was able to see, is this something I really want to do? Is this going to work? Can I make money? Do I like it? You know, I think so many times we're great at the easy stuff. We put a website up, we get business cards, we get a logo, we make an LLC or an, a sole proprietorship. We, we, we buy the stuff, but none of that involves having to actually talk to anybody, sell a project, edit, shoot, deliver, you know, all the actual yeah. work part. And yeah. so, you know, I think that we can go over the top there, you know, so that's yeah. not doing anything about your situation, but that's just my 10 cents <laughs> of, of and, work. 
And that's, that's where I am actually, like other than the question I was asking you uh, on Facebook about the real estate um, business um, that somebody wants to kind of partner with me to, to build out using mm-hmm. leveraging my skills. Yeah, that's right. It. Bring that back up for, for me and for everybody. Cause I, now you're, it's popping back in, but I didn't relook at that yeah. initial question that you had typed out before sure, we got sure. on here. So just kind of bring that back up to me and that way okay. everybody else. I'll bring that up, but I'll also just back up kind of like to what you were asking me, yeah. um, like other questions. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm in that, I'm in that process. I don't have a website. I don't have my social media or my marketing stuff on. Yeah, and you're I've already making few, money too. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a few free projects. I mean, like I've done a couple free projects and I have a few paid ones on the go right now. Um, and it's just, I'm kind of like, do I build, like, do, like, I guess... I feel like maybe it's like I'm doing this work and I feel like I can create the, the things that I could charge like a, a premium for. Sure. Uh, like, I feel like, like I obviously you, you still develop your skills and you work on, you know, like getting better at the craft, but I feel like I could carry myself in like a sales conversation. Yep. Um, I could, you know, close whatever deal, like maybe even like be competent in saying like, this is my price even might be a little higher, but I think it's because I haven't done, too many in the industries other than the church. Yeah. Um, I feel like one, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like how, like the whole cold calling thing and, you know, like knocking on doors saying like, I, I want to offer the, those things. Like that's something I'm getting ha- wrap, wrapping my head around. Let me and stop on like, that really quick for one second. Cause I mean, something to think about too. I mean, you were <laughs> obviously, you mentioned the word relationship. You were in though the relationship business. You had connections, you had people yeah. who people who probably owned businesses, there's a lot, sometimes we can get going, just like I said, with the church, but there's people, there's, there's people in your network right now that I guarantee that are quote unquote warm. Like, you know who they are. They're not yeah. somebody who's yeah. never heard of you that we always want to, we want to go and, and, and run the ads or run things and do yeah. things to people. We don't have a clue who they are, but if we look sometimes right in our own personal network of friends and family and connections and a connection of a connection, like there's stuff to get momentum going there that can then move the needle forward before we've got to start just beating on a random door of somebody that we don't have no idea who they are. Like that's how we think. I get it. But like, yeah, yeah. I guarantee how you're wired, who you are, what you did all these years. There's there's plenty there if you kind of mind that a little bit. And and, 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 I, and that's, that's one of the things I wanted to ask. Like, is that actually okay to start? Because I I, I can't. Like I can't see myself wanting to like email a hundred people who don't know me <laughs> and then and then and then like they'll say, sure, we'll give you a shot and then they give me a project. It's like this is not the kind of like thing that I really want to do yeah, no. for them. When I have like you know, I would I wouldn't mind like taking less pay from the church, but at least it's the content that I know like when I create and that's at least be meaningful. Well, that's everything. I mean, that's one of the biggest things I harp on and the things I'm doing is like some people completely lack clarity of what they want to do and the kind of work they want to do and the kind of projects they want to work on. And so, yeah, I mean, when you don't know, anything will do. But yeah. when you do kind of know, then no, not anything will do. You want to work on specific things, but you can start, you know, reaching out and seeking out and being more decisive about going after those specific kind of things versus just mm-hmm. kind of this let me shotgun out there and see what I hit type of type of ask. Yeah. And if yeah. you have a few examples, because again, it's, it's a lot easier when you know what you're going for, because if you have, that's for free to fee, get 
you know, free to pay to work, work so well, because you just, you can go after something or somebody or an organization or whatever that you'd like to do similar work with. You make them the video you'd love to get paid to do, whether by them or by others. And then that can also be the, the, the then piece that you use as a case study to do your reaching out, to do the connections or, or, or whatnot, you know? I see, um, yeah. Too many times I've seen people, they're like, they are, you know, shotgun approach. They email 600 different people <laughs> with no work and no portfolio. And they're like, wow, I didn't yeah. get one email back. And it's like, because, or, or when people say, you know, hey, any, you meet a new person, like, hey, anything you need help with, you, know, you just let me know. And it's like now they have a new job, which is to figure out what in the world you could help them with versus when, when people know what you can help them with, it's a lot easier to know I need that and then use you or number two, refer you, right? It's a lot easier yeah. to refer someone when you know exactly what someone does or needs or whatever. But if it's kind of vague and all over the place, then when they hear it, it doesn't pop out, you know? So they might yeah. think, oh, Ben does video. But if they know exactly what type of video, then when that type of thing comes up, they are going to contact you versus them being like, yeah. I'm not quite sure if he does that or not. I don't know. He does a lot of different things, but I'm not quite sure if he does that versus when he yeah. does that. So. And that's what I guess my question is like, should I be trying to spread myself? Because I've been trying to get like two f like free jobs in like healthcare, like two free jobs in real estate, like two free videos in like, you know, corporate. Like I'm, I'm trying to like, have those like one like two pieces of work but i but most of my paid work is still in the church so should i be like focusing my attention on the church stuff even if i neglect these other well, yeah but I, I, well i think yeah but yeah, there's the thing right like i don't need portfolio pieces for real estate if i have really no desire to be in real estate you know i don't yeah. even have real estate videos just in case you know what i mean like yeah. I, I i i get where you're coming from but unless it's an experimentation of let's see what sticks and what i like and what ends up happening like we can get to the real estate cuz i'm remembering more about it once you end up asking me that but like you know it just depends i mean i see a lot of people in certain industries or certain areas exactly like yourself because of the exact situation you described like they they didn't like intentionally get into the church it was things happened and they kind of oh wow this that happened and now i'm doing videos for the church and then this other church and i fly here to that church and now all of a sudden you're in the church business right you're in the video business of doing videos for churches it's not a bad thing uh, yeah versus that being there now if you didn't like working with the church well okay now you go do these other things right now you start to go seek out these other industries but you know i think there's still a level of like if you really i always i keep doing this on the calls but I, I keep talking about like a magic wand like if we had it and you were able to magically you know get the kind of clients and the kind of work that you wanted and then what would you be doing inside that work would you be shooting would you be editing would you just be managing the mm. project um, when you start to get more clarity around that it's easier to make those things happen because right now we're imagining what could be if I could just go like this and boom, the scenario is there. But the problem is we start to doubt ourselves and we start to test out random other things because we don't really yeah. believe or know how to get the thing we want. So we look for maybe easier things or whatnot. But if you're clear about what you want, that's what I love to help do as well. 
if you're clear about what you want, we can get you to what you want a lot quicker than taking all these side roads. Sure. My dad loves yeah. to take side roads, but I just like to get where I'm going sometimes, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay, here, here. I can give you a kind of like a picture of where like me and my wife, where we want to be. Perfect. Because honestly, she was also like wondering like, why did you get into the video stuff? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, because it's the only thing I knew like that, that I could actually be confident in kind of branching out on my own and doing and not, you know, feeling kind of scared of kind of going on this route but yeah so i think to be honest like i think we we both want financial freedom sure like really because we want to be able to free we want to be able to free ourselves from kind of like having to work for the money Mm -hmm. so that our lives can be used to to serve in different ways and what we found was when we were youth ministers in the church um we had a lot that we wanted to do with the teens but we recognize that their families were the ones that really needed the most help mm. because um, even though we can be there for the, for the, for the, the high school teens, um, we found that, you know, when they went home, that's where like they spent obviously because they live at home majority yep. of their time and where they experienced a lot of the heartache and the problems and the discouragement and the things that are causing the issues that they're coming to vent to us about on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and I are, like, our dream dream is actually to build like, I don't know what the, I don't know what they're called, but it's kind of like it's almost like a community of people that are supporting each other, especially in like the areas of family life and marriage and stuff, and and raising children. Um, and we want to like it's almost like a mentorship kind of thing, kind of like what you're doing with me. Sure. But me and my wife, we want to do that with families that are like you know that want to grow in the faith and want to grow in their own. Just, well, like, you I mean, based on the one thing, man, you're you're you you want control for sure. <laughs> And you don't want to be controlled. <laughs> you know I mean, like, I, would you argue with that? I mean, I mean, the reality is, it sounds like the things you describe, which I mean, even the one assessment, it like screams out, like I don't want to be controlled. I don't want to be told. I, 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 you know, I can't have that that rule that I want so that I can make change, that I can do the things that need to be done because I'm not in charge. So therefore, I can. You said all those things, and this is an idea of yeah. like, I'm going to take the element out of that that we love to do. And I want to do that myself so that I can make it exactly how I wanted to make it that I couldn't do within inside that other thing. Yeah, basically that's pretty much it. Cause it's <laughs> like, I'm wasting my time. Like I have, you know, like I have a certain amount of like time that I've been given. Yep. And if, if I'm going to spend it being ineffective or, you know, doing things that are just not helping people, yeah. like I don't want to continue wasting my time. And so this, this video business even though it is a business, it's almost like a sidestep. It's like helping me and my, me and my wife kind of like move into a place and a season in our lives where we can then actually do what we wanted to do in the church outside of the church. Yeah, sure. I get it. No, I get it. And I video mean, can work. Like I could, we could create stuff like using the video content, but it's not, it's not to be an and like I don't want to be a Hollywood producer, director. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, man, because I mean, you know, I, I, I had a call earlier today and I was telling the guy how, the way it was kind of going, I said, I, I did this one-on-one day with a lady once and she was five years into photography and she saw me speak and she didn't want to do photography anymore. And she kind of struggled the whole time. She thought, I'll jumpstart the video stuff. I'll do this. I'm going to not waste five years. So we spend the day together and she's crying at the end of the day. Cause she's like, thank God I did this. Cause now I know I don't want to do video. And, <laughs> and then like two or three years later, I reached out and she was like the co-owner in a, a, a CrossFit gym. And she said she'd never been happier. And so, you know, my mission with the stuff that I'm doing here is although I have 13 years experience within 
video production and you know yeah. successfully running a video production company. And so there's so much more I can help with potentially mm. business and things in that area. My mission is not for someone to do video production or any of those things. Like or or like I'm always asking these questions because when somebody says I want to do weddings or not I want to do weddings, but I want to grow my wedding business, and I start probing, and the reality is, if the magic wand was working properly, <laughs> if you will, that they wouldn't do weddings. They're like I'd ha I would never shoot another wedding in my life. Then to me, that's an exit strategy before you've entered, and there's a fine line there of how much success one will have unless there's kind of alignment there. So, yeah. so yeah. there's a level here where. <laughs> You know, that's where I'm hearing like, you know, you'll have to just tell me the real estate one just real quick. What was the thing there? Because yeah, yeah. So, so one of the things that I, I found, I, I think I'm motivated right now by finances because there is a financial goal that my wife and I are trying to reach or meet yeah. in terms of like, you know, doing this um, because we do have a house that's kind of being built in a year and it's almost like it's kind of like an added pressure because it's like oh whatever i spent on my video business you should hopefully make that back plus profit so <laughs> that you can put towards that house that's being built in a year yeah, yeah so um so that's kind of like a financial pressure but uh in terms of the real estate so i was i was thinking about okay so what are the different industries in the video business that i like i would say like that would be a lot easier to kind of like get started making money in yeah and so i was like narrowing it down it's like it's either weddings yeah. or real estate where you you can i can get into those like the bar the, the bar to entry is a little lower sure and i can i can get started in those and start already making money out of them um because corporate work and then the church work church work is like it's it's a hit or miss even though i'm getting paid the most in the church work right now it's <laughs> not the i wouldn't say it's like the most um like opportunities are not as much in abundance I, yeah I, in that in abundance because I think not a lot of people are ready, like in the Catholic world more so, sure. to like really invest in high quality media production, even though there are people out there doing it. Yeah. Just the, the local experience isn't as good. Um, so, so it was either weddings or real estate and in the Catholic world and my connections, I, there's tons of weddings, but I don't really want to do like a hundred weddings. Like I want to do the weddings of my, like my friends and my like maybe young adults that have graduated from my youth ministry and are getting married because I support marriage and I want them to get married. Sure. I would love to like, but I don't want to do it as my main business. Yeah. And the other thing was the real estate. And that was the only other like kind of like door knocking that I did where I just reached out to like an old friend uh, from our church who moved away, who was a realtor. And he's, you know, I said, I can do one for free. And I did that like last September. And then like this last week, he asked me if I was willing to shoot another one for free. And I said, yeah, because I don't really have a portfolio. And after I kind of finished shooting that day, he went up to me and he says, hey, I'm really interested in like starting a real estate video service okay. where we kind of like help real estate agents, whatever size they are, like have, you know, the packages for their houses, like photography, video, web, and like I think virtual tours or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he said like, he wants to partner with me because he has the connections and the clients that, and it would be easier for him to like reach out to other realtors and say, Hey, I offer the service. Would you like to um, do it? And then he's going to leverage my skill in video sure, and a bit of photo, um, you know, to, to be able to offer that package. And so I guess um, in my short time working with this, per with this realtor, um, like he's a nice guy and, um, I, 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 I wouldn't say I know him that well, but 
I know like well enough that he is pleasant to work with and he's not like a, you know, a bad person to work with. <laughs> sure. um, but it's, 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 I, I guess I'm just kind of worried about partnering in this way because I, I'm going out on my own. Right. And I, and I kind of want to design this business around kind of like my wife and my dream, like kind of like goals and yeah. where we're going. And if I kind of like partner with him, one, it's it, like I could easily be taken advantage of because it's like, you know, he might be getting to work, but because we're now splitting the profit, it might not be worth getting up in the morning to do it versus kind of like uh, doing it. Secondly, um, you know, like I was asking all of these questions like, okay, so who who is kind of like in charge of this business? Is it him or is it me? Um, does he like how do we split the profit does he get like 50 percent? i get 50 percent, and i was like feeling like but i'm doing most of the work uh he's knocking on doors and if i just had spent more time knocking on doors myself i could probably do it without him but it's also like i'm i'm trying to like i guess i'm also still having that under like that that thing in the back of my mind right now i need money because i just quit my job like last week and so is it is it a bad thing? Is it necessarily a bad thing to work with somebody who could probably get the clients and at least bring money in like initially and help with that aspect of finding clients? Um, and then what happens when I want to go like now, now that this whole business collapse and, and <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, so you're hearing, you're hearing out my thing though, then of the exit strategy before you entered, because there's this whole <laughs> ends to the means thing, right? It's like, uh, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not going to be shooting real estate videos for five or 10 years. So at some point in time, yeah. certain things are going to happen and I'm exiting that puppy and I'm not continuing. Cause those aren't the kind of yeah. videos that I want to make. I mean, just being again, the magic wand truth of the matter. It's like, Yes, it could work. It could make some money right now. It gets me cash flow, which believe me, I'm not going to sit here ever and dictate to you that you should, if you gave me five different ways, they were going to tell me how you're going to consistently make money right now. And yet they didn't align on some level, but you needed the money. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to take zero of them and do none of it. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. I'm not, I'm not here to be like, hey man, I know we don't need money. You know, I know we all need money, but the reality is, don't worry about making it for the next six months. You know, it's like, no, I mean, there's reality um, yeah. I play into as well, but we do want to be strategic about the way that, you know, we approach certain things so that you're not one completely burning a bridge with this guy because you're like, yeah, we could rock some stuff out for a little while, but I, I don't know that that's long-term what I'm going to want to do. So it's yeah. like, is there a way to keep it as more of a strategic partnership, not a business? And that, if, if he wants to experiment a little bit, have it be a 90-day trial of experimentation where there's not a business name, there's nothing attached mm -hmm. to it, and you just see what happens to where can he get you, you know? I mean, depending on the price, and I think you said it, I think you said it was more higher-end, potentially luxury stuff, but like... Yeah, that's what yeah. he wants to do it because like, I think like there's an... He said, he told me, there's an underserved market in the below $1 million homes and the realtors who are selling those things. Yeah, the problem is, like, at least what I find too, is those low, well, low $1 million, if you're still over a million, that's good. So I was going to say, I mean, the prices people are willing to also pay for the videos depends on how much, you know, the, the house is, of course, going for and how quick they're able to sell them. If they're, if the houses are going on the market and then they're gone instantaneously, they don't want to do as little marketing for that as possible, making videos and photos and spending a lot of money because it sells fast. They don't need to have Makes that sense. stuff. 
Makes so, sense. Yeah. you know, so that's where I think with that, explore it, keep it really simple. He can talk to some people if he's got, cause that's where some people talk big talks and have no walk, you know, and <laughs> so there's a reality. He can have a whole big vision for what could be, but it would be better to do a little 60, 90 day trial of him just having some conversations with these potential people and seeing what happens and then being flexible, see what could be charged. And then from there, figuring out whether or whether or not that's worth your time, you know, and, and, and because, yeah. and now we're neither one of you are committing to some big hoity toity thing that you're like, Oh my God, <laughs> what did I just get into. I know. And, and, and that seems like a disaster waiting to happen if you do it that way. And I, I, I think that the other aspect here is that, you, you know, I think that there's a level of you being able to dig a little bit more into that community and the church and, and, and potentially the way I like to look at even the free to feed type of thinking is like, how can we know enough? I've been saying this a lot. If you've never experienced sun and the only thing you had ever experienced in life was darkness, you wouldn't be missing the sun because you didn't even know it existed. So sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And so a lot of guys can go in and do a free project, but because they're a one trick pony, they don't know what else to do. So therefore they did this free project and they have to hope that gets them something almost with somebody else because they don't even know how to create a vision for the person of what else could be done. Yeah. So there's yeah. the potential that within the church and within your connections and relationships with the style of work that you want to do, that there's more ways you can think of how can I serve them? What can I create? How can I create that vision for them so that they understand that so that I can get more regular work within this area of videos and impact that I want to have. Cause man, what people take for granted that the internet is, I think at times obliterated in people's minds is that business is just some simple thing that you can build easily and then have iotas of free time, you know, to endlessly do whatever you want. And I mean, unless built properly, that's just not the case. And especially yeah. it's really hard to build something that you may not really want to do. So yes, weddings can be one of the easiest areas to, succeed at within the video production realm and to make money with. But I don't see people who tend to do really well, who would rather never film a wedding in their life. Um, you know, as a whole, I'm not saying I didn't get that vibe that you're like, I don't ever want to do a wedding, but I've had some who are very hardcore, but they think it's their only option. And so yeah. they're like for years, they're like struggling to get any, cause they don't really want it. Right. It's like, I'm not going to go, you know, I talk about massive and perfect action, especially when there's clarity. Well, if, Ultimately, your gut, you're clear you don't want to do weddings at all, or if you didn't have yeah. to, how much action will you take to go get a ton of weddings? Because then if I got to shoot 30 weddings, oh, wow, that sounds like hell on earth, you know? But, you know, so you'll <laughs> never take the necessary actions to achieve that result because you don't want the result. You, you, yeah. you, you think you want money, you want to make money within video, but the reality is you'd rather not make money doing that. And I know not everybody... Yeah loves it beyond reason where it's like, Oh my God, I never see myself doing anything else. But there are people that really, really love it in this day and age with the competition per se. All it takes is that sun and darkness again, right? All it takes is contrast. Once somebody experiences a conversation with somebody that they're potentially going to book who really loves it. And then somebody who doesn't, there's going to be a distinct yeah. difference between those two people. And unless your prices were way off, the guy sure. who loves it more is going to win. Uh, <laughs> sure so, no no that makes sense that actually that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah because like ideally the the kind of videos i want to do and i'm kind of working on it right now so 
um, one of my like close mentors who like mentors me and my wife, like in, you know, a lot of different areas, he branched out on his own because he came from the church world too. But he branched off on his own a couple of years ago to kind of like start his own um, um, ministry, I guess. Um, okay. And he's kind of like a, he like travels to the different churches and he does talks and like stuff that he was doing already when he was working at a church, but he now does this on his own. The same kind of thing um, you're ultimately same, trying to do. Same, same kind of thing. And he like, you know, he basically made a parenting course last year and that just recently launched. Um, he has like seven children. He basically has like everything that I want in my own family. <laughs> like, he is, he is my like model or like my standard of like, okay. Okay, when I'm his age, that's what I want to be doing. But right now he's actually working. Uh, he actually, um, he got, because of his parenting course, um, a, uh, like a, a church network that, it's kind of like a Netflix, it's called okay. Form, but it's like okay. a Netflix for Catholic content. And they, um, they picked him up, like his parenting course up, and they're like, this is great, we're starving for content, not a lot of people are creating content, could you make content? And so he goes to me, because he knows I'm going into this, he's like, I know I can't pay you in the beginning here, but if we can create a show, like like a show that we can keep doing, and we can try to pitch them a pilot like episode for the show, uh, even though it's kind of like tough in the beginning, there's like you know I can't pay you. If they can pay us, then we'll we'll, we'll as soon as they they approve this pilot episode, we'll do some fundraising and we'll start to pay you so you can do this for us. And honestly, if I could make money just doing that kind of work, that's what I want to be doing because I'm working with my mentor who like, you know, I want to spend time with anyways. Sure. And the kind of content that he makes is the kind of stuff that I want to be making because the, the reality in this industry, in the Catholic world, is that here in Canada more so, there's not a lot of people doing this. Perfect. Like, it's almost like when we talk about like the opportunities and yes. like, <clears throat> and the competition, like most of the church stuff is pretty bad. And it's like, it's like, even just a fraction of what we're doing right now with not, you know, like is better than what has already been out there. Perfect. Right. And so, 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 there, so there's the thing that I want to say then is that, you know, I believe when I see somebody who has a portfolio with 12 videos and they say these 10 videos pay the bills and these two are what I really want to do. The goal overall is to stop promoting the 10 that pay the bills, but continue to take them while you continue to transition into the videos that you really want to do or else you just continue to endlessly get more and more of the thing you don't want to do. And so that's what I'm afraid of. Right. And so the intention here is you know what you want to do. So if Realtor yeah. Buddy over there can get you some real estate videos and they can bring you in some money, then do them. I'm not saying don't do them, right? When certain, yeah. Because I'll tell that the different people, like when the things come in, it doesn't mean right now turn them down. Just don't do anything to like go after them. Don't go looking for them, right? So you, you have to market and make connections and do things no matter what you do. But if you already have some certain connections and certain things fall right in your lap and somebody's like, here's five grand or here's a thousand dollars, you know, and you're capable and competent, then there's a level of, for this season of your life, do that. Take those things. But all energy and mental bandwidth and, and direction and focus and connections is spent in the areas that you really want to do. And those will continue to get bigger until you evolve out of needing to take, even say yes to those other things. But, mm -hmm. it, but the, the problem is, is people say yes to those things while simultaneously almost continuing to kind of 
market those things market, and yeah. those and go after them. And then it's <laughs> like, you don't really put any energy into the thing you want, you know? And that's yeah. why they're like, I've been doing this for five years. And like every once in a while I get to do something I like, you know, but there, there's no intention, intentionality or determination to make that thing actually work. It's like the marketing, the promotion, the website, everything is still promoting all that they don't want to do. And so yeah, that's, that's why I was tying it into like my, my marketing and my Facebook and my website. Cause that's basically one of the things that I was like, I said, once I quit on Friday, like that's the first thing on my like task list of business things to start doing. But it's like, do I build a website with like my five different industries with like the two free portfolio pieces I've done in each one? Or should I just keep it church, but then I'll never get the corporate. I'll never get the commercial. Yeah, I don't think I'll that's the case. The I mean, I, again, I think you got some stuff with the real estate. I mean, look, I, I mean, anybody wants to do it until I, I, I was possibly going to make one subtle change. So depending on when people end up doing after all these years, gebstv.com is my website and it has not changed since 2011 or 12. And I've brought in hundreds of thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in that area. And the reality is it's all relational. It's all word of mouth. It's all behind the scenes. I mean, I've had friends who are like, have no clue I even did anything in video production if you started following me on Facebook after like 2013 because I hardly posted anything related to what I was actually making all my money with, with video production. Yeah. I was just putting yeah. up optimistic po motivational quotes and all my motivational <laughs> stuff, but I really wasn't making as much money in that area, but video I was. But the thing is, these people were sending me messages on Messenger. They were text messaging me. They were calling me. They would directly email me. They weren't even coming through my contact form on my website. If anything comes from my contact form, nine times out of 10, the people don't even know who I am. Like they've just found me. But the, yeah. but the, it's because I, I, I was just doing the things they liked me and then somebody you know, would refer me and I would talk to them and then I would literally end up sending them a Vimeo link of the exact video that they you know, like were most interested in doing. So they didn't yeah. even really look at my website. In fact, when I used to have it and I would change it all the time and then with weddings, I'd still have people who would fill out my contact form I'd be on the phone with who never once looked at a video I did even when it was on the freaking website, you know? So <laughs> I, I think that right now, I mean, a lot of people put a lot of credence into the websites and those kind of things and your social presence, but your best yeah. use of time will be relationships. It will be what you're great at is the ability to communicate and talk and connect and, and spending time doing that. Cause I always say kind of the field of dreams was really the field of lies. They said, if you build it, they will come. And the reality is nobody's coming to your website right now. And you could spend th the next three weeks twiddling with your website to make it work and then the reality is no one's going there anyways and so yeah it's funny that you say that 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 quote because that's the, that's basically what summarized the church kind of thing <laughs> work. like we build all you know you, you try to build all these things but people are not coming and so what are we using our time on and i don't want that kind of thing happening no, and so, I mean, it's important to, to, to have some of this work, but it's like, again, there's all these things you're mentioning that they won't come, but you on certain levels don't want, like you, you kind of, from what I'm getting out of you in the big grand scheme, if you again, or the magic wand, you wouldn't want them anyways. Like if all of a sudden you had, if this thing with your mentor guy worked out, you don't care if there's some random corporate job or real estate video coming your way. Cause you're, you're making the money you need through the area that you're most excited about yeah. anyways. And yeah. we all run out of time. Like unless you plan on building a business where you're going to hire half a dozen people or contract out where it's like, oh, we got a bunch of real estate going on over here. We'll do that. We got this over here. Like you're only one person. You're going to run out of time in a day to 
<clears throat> be shooting a ton of real estate videos and then filming stuff for the church. And then, cause right now you don't have a lot going on. It sounds like yeah. yet. And so no. you're not overwhelmed or anything. Like I, I got this, I keep mentioning him on some of these calls, but these guys I'm coaching is like 20 and he just had a $20,000 a month, but he is like hustling out the yin yang. I mean, he is a hustler and a half. I mean, he, he's probably working 14 to 16 hours a day right now, he says. And, and he's off, yeah. but he's still very focused and he's got real estate. Like he's got the stuff you're talking about. His prices are not, they're not too cheap, but they're not very expensive either. So he's at that kind yeah. of, it's easy for people to say yes rate. And, yeah. um, but he's very focused, but it, it's not. I would argue that most of the content that he's making from what I can tell is not stuff you'd from what you're telling me. I don't know you that well, of course, but like, yeah. it's not stuff you'd be pumped to work on. That's why, I mean, you know, take anything. We're obviously talking about the grain of salt for what I'm, I'm saying, but there's that level of like, you seem to have some clarity about what you'd really like to do and the yeah. kind of work you'd like to create. And no amount of websites and social media is going to make all that a reality. You could have, I mean, I, some of the guys I know are the wealthiest guys I know have the worst social media presences and websites on the planet. Like they don't even have, it's because they're so good at connecting in relationships. And then the work they do is excellent. Yeah. And, and things happen and they get referred and it doesn't even matter what they're doing necessarily online. So there's that level again, you got your mentor, you've got the church, you got the relationship within the church. I think there's a lot there that you can, you can start to create the content that you're excited to create and get paid to do that. Um, and then like the so, real estate guy, go ahead, ask away. Sorry. I, yeah, sorry. Sorry. I, I wanted to ask you, you say like, you know, like the build the relationships. Um, is there a different way of, of building or doing like, is there something specific I could be doing? You know how like, you know, like that 80, 20%. Mm-hmm. like rule where you know you spend 80 percent doing this thing yes. i don't know what other than already being a nice guy and already having all these I connections that i've had in the church to like actively develop more of those relationships in the church work that i could be doing because i i don't know like well i think it's all you well and this is I'm where i'm sure. assuming that you know like so for example let me use events for a second with me and um the ability to go into a, a workshop for a, a speaker and we'll take two different scenarios. There's the guy who gets contacted by a speaker and says, I've got, actually I had this, so I'll give the exact one I did. I got referred, but it was a, it was a different type of referral than I'm normally used to. I mean, the guy didn't know who I was. I didn't know who he was at all. I'd never met him, never interacted. This was like an assistant of a client who left, her position and she just was friends with this guy and said you need to talk to Gets. so I talked to him she didn't give him much background he didn't again know who I was or what I'd done so he was holding a workshop and he's basically like you know it's a two-day workshop and I just need you know just need to show up and film it um, nothing fancy or anything um, potentially I don't know maybe two cameras it'll be eight hours a day and, uh, oh, is this the one that you went from like, because uh, I think I remember listening to a sales call. Oh, did you, you listen to that one? Yeah, I did. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Well, I'll describe it just for a second for people who are listening. Sure, sure. I've listened to it. But yeah, I mean, the reality is then I'm, I'm going to say though, too, I could be the guy who knows nothing about that space and I just become, I keep using the scenario subway. So I take his order. Basically, I got a menu and I'm like, oh, how many days, how many cameras? Da, 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 and he tells yeah. me the thing and I'm just like okay yeah you know 
thousand dollars and then you know i show up and i stand behind a camera for eight hours two days and then i edit between the two cameras and i give them the footage and i go all right thanks so much take care and Mm -hmm. and in that scenario um that's not a lot there's not a lot of value there like they don't and they don't know that anything else is possible and maybe right now i don't know anything else so that's i I just know i have a camera he asked me to come film something and i'm just going to show up and film now me knowing what i know and having the depth of knowledge in that industry I can now create a vision for him of all the different things that we can potentially do and the edits that can be done and the shoots that can be done. And I say, yeah, we can do that. But even from the content, even if we just showed up with two cameras and recorded, we can still go through and make, you know, everybody right now seems on some level, know Gary Vee, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk and stuff. And we can create the square videos with the title on the top and the, the closed captioning and take sections of different talks and do things for Instagram stories and, and social media we also can go through and get a bunch of testimonials, but those testimonials might be for, you know, the course, your mastermind. Like, I understand that. So I won't go through the whole thing, but like, I understand that industry. I understand that they have courses and masterminds, the live event, there's different things going on that I can ask all these different questions and then I can create a whole plethora of videos if the budget and all these different things allow. It's so not I create this entire vision for him of all the things that we could do that we could bring out content every week versus, you know, on his initial scenario, potentially, I mean, quite frankly, no content's being created because he might just have it filmed and it goes and dies on a hard drive, which is what I've seen happen a lot. But now I'm able to create a vision of like, we could bring out videos every week besides our old, old me, even in the earlier days was like, I'm making what I would call a silver bullet video, which is basically going, we're going to make you one video one time and it's going to solve all your problems versus with social media now there's almost a need to have a constant flow at least a few times a week, you know, where something's coming out. So that's where, oh. go ahead. Sorry, so, so what I'm hearing from you and kind of like tying back to my question about kind of creating, building on those relationships. Really? So like, so you're saying like, it's almost like you, you, when you're in that kind of like that sales stage where you're like, you know, building that rep- report for the person in terms of what you can do for them, almost like not, just taking that let, let's make a one and done kind of thing, but offering them some alternatives that you might not say yes to, but this gives them just a picture of what they can yeah. do so that so that you don't end up having to do a lot of door knocking because it's But also do it for who I mean, here's the thing. Nobody is gonna be better, right? I mean, there will be people who are like you that would be, but here's the thing. If you go into the church market right now and I go into the church market hypothetically speaking, you're going to have better success than I do because I don't understand the church market. I don't know anything about what they're doing, what they're trying to accomplish, what their needs are, what the, you know, all that stuff. I don't know, but you can speak their lingo. You can connect with them. So rather than thinking of it even as sales, you love the word it, you're serving. You're serving them and you're helping them and you're figuring out and you already know where the weak spots are and where they need to put more emphasis and what more content needs to be created. And you see how that starts to I mean, the yeah. people I've seen who um, have done the best, including my career, it's like one guy, I, I, I've told the story a million times with this guy who basically when I asked, what would you do if you didn't need money? He said poker runs and they were these boat races. I didn't know what they were. I never heard of poker runs, but he'd been filming one locally for four years for free. Anybody never got paid. And then once he kind of had this permission to go after that market, he ended up, and then he kind of overcame, he was a slimy salesman and all this other kind of BS. There's, there's nuance there, but like he crushed it because 
he could speak their lingo. Like he understood them. So now it's not just, you know, I got a menu. What do you want off of it? It's like he understands the water, the boats, the racing, the, the speed, you yeah. know, the apps, like all this stuff in that space that he can talk that I could never talk. And so that's why I keep probing back at you about the kind of the church industry and then creating a vision and understanding that you're not a one-trick pony and there's more video content that can be created. So all you need up front is, is the people you're already doing stuff. How do you just go, even if it's for free right now, and do more to create a case study that can either be them paying you more to do this additional things that can be created, or number two, who are other people within that area of, of organization, everything else that you can now reach out to and go, here's what we did for XYZ organization. Here's the videos, da da da, da. you can point at that. And here's how it looks. That's so much more powerful than just, again, shotgunning into random industries and having no understanding of, of, their, of their business at all and Thanks. attempting to take your also what I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of you, your, your lack of knowledge to a degree in video production and combine those two things together is not a powerful sell versus your passion for the church and your understanding of knowledge with video, but your ability to want to grow, that combination is a lot better and you're going to be able to leverage that more than kind of a yeah. double-edged, not good, you know, kind of not a sharp sword in other areas. Um, yeah. But I would still experiment. Like, I, I don't think it's wrong again for you to take on some random stuff with the, with the real estate guy that you're already like a buddy with, some stuff's there, but don't make a big to-do about it. Like, get a few jobs, go do them, get paid for them and see what happens so that it could be something I kind of call, I mean, to me, jobs or scenarios like that can become what I call mindless money. Meaning if, yeah. that just goes, if he just goes and says, you know, Hey Ben, we got four houses this week and you can just go rock out those four houses and, and, and get them done. Well, fine. It, it brings you in the money. And, it, and again, it lets your mind focus though on the things that you might not be having the cash flow yet with like some of the stuff in the church while you're, while you're kind of paving that road, if you will. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the way that it at least is the way I see it. I mean, again, you know, whatever yeah. resonates best with you, but you know. Yeah. I think, I think my only limiting belief is this. Uh, I think maybe it's because my mentor has been kind of doing it like uh, longer than I have. So he's kind of like seen the ugly sure. of like trying to make it on his own. And kind of having the church space as the place where he kind of and he struggled forward. with it. Is that what you're saying? He struggled with it because he's sure. seeing like there's he basically I think the mentality that he's kind of communicated from the people that he's gonna approach to be like, hey, I can offer this for you to do this to do what I do. But he says he says that most of the response he gets is either can I have it for free mm -hmm. or um, or why would I pay for that? Sure, I get it. You know, I get it, and it's. And it's like, and and I, but see, like, I'm, I'm kind of by his journey. Yeah. Well, so there's the thing, right? So now this is an exact example of, I don't know. I'm not like, just like the poker runs. I don't know what's going on in poker runs. I don't know what's going on in the church thing. So I can't, you have that yeah. knowledge. So if you have one example of yourself saying that, but so there's the thing. So what, you know, there's that level again, then of, to me, business is something where it's not necessarily easy, but it's a hell of a lot harder when you're doing stuff that you just aren't excited about and you wouldn't do yeah. if you didn't have to do. And so 
I mean, it's interesting because you have this kind of calmness that you went into the call with of like, yeah, we go at this a year and we kind of burn through stuff and it doesn't work. I'll just go back to the scenario that I didn't. So if you already have that, then why not put all energy and effort into just making it something that you, you would really want to do versus something not? Like, do you really, would you be pumped if a year from now you were working, you know, 10 hour days, five days a week, shooting houses every day? And I've not, already gained bored of it and I've only done two. Yeah. See, man, that's <laughs> what I'm telling you. So that's why, that's why, I mean, we can all beat around the bush for, for but if, if you were like more worried and stressed about money, I guess it'd be a different thing. But you kind of have, again, this peace and calm a little bit. I'm not saying you don't have anxiety or any stress about it at all. But yeah. you're still relative to other people I've interacted with. There's kind of like this, again, my identity is not strapped to the whether this thing works or not. If it does, yeah. great. I'm giving it a chance. So then why not? It's kind of that idea that I've seen with people where they've gone bankrupt, they've had things happen, and they... They, they're like, well, I lost everything hating it. So the next time I go about it, if I lose it all again, I'm going to at least have fun doing it. The irony is, is most of those people who end up going down that path win far bigger than they ever have because it's that path, passion and enthusiasm towards doing something they love that yeah. helps them win versus only chasing the dollar, which they may or may not really care about to begin with. So once they lose sure. it all, they're like, oh, that wasn't bad. So it kind of sucked, like life sucked while I was trying to do this, which then I lost everything. I'm not going to have that happen again. So for you, if there's the, I don't really care if I end up losing it all anyways, then why not give it your all into the area, areas, plural, whatever, but the overall area that you're most excited or telling the kind of stories that you want to tell or even at the end of the day, which we haven't talked about a lot, is that you may or may not even be the person shooting and editing anything. You know, that's a whole thing we didn't even, even get into here. It's like yeah. there's this whole kind of ends to the mean thing, which isn't bad thing, but there's also this level of just um, you also sound like you know what you want. And it's just yeah. a matter of finances to make that happen, but you're, delayed, you're delaying just doing that um, rather than going after it. Right. And I, I, I don't yeah. know. It's something it's something I see and there's there's fear, but I, I don't know. I think you're more guaranteed to lose going after things that you just aren't like you, you don't want to do. I mean, again, I, yeah. this is just coming from things I've had happen and definitely others I've seen where they've failed yeah. or succeeded based on, you know, either one, you don't have any clarity at all, which it's not you. You're not sitting here with no clarity about what you'd like to see happen. You know, yeah. and some people, when I ask the question, what would you do? They're sitting here. I mean, I just had a buddy yesterday. He's literally like, I have no freaking clue, which I believe he does. I'd have to continue <laughs> probing more, but he was saying yeah. he doesn't. Whereas a lumber of these calls I've done with people like yourself for the jumpstart session so far, they got some clarity around what they want. Yeah. Clarity, how to get there, how to make it happen, how to make it financially, you know, sustainable. Those areas are less clear, but I believe yeah. at least what I've seen, I mean, you're you believe in, you know, you know, you're faith-based in different things. There's a level of, there's faith that has to happen. We might not know the process. We might not be able to see it, but you know what the end goal is. And what I've seen in life, God, the universe, whatever you want to believe is that when we're somewhat clear about what we want and desire, if we let go of the path at which it's going to happen, it's more likely to happen than if we're so caught up in the, the, the minutia of the step-by-step -step because sometimes there's a little path or a little tweak here that we're missing because we're so set on it needs to be a certain way when in reality, there's a lot of crazy things that happen. I mean, I'm sure 
two or three years ago, you never thought you'd be telling the person you just quit your job the other day. Uh, and, and you're doing <laughs> thing on your own, right? So like, no, this is, this is weird. Like, this is something that's like, yeah, like I was, I was expecting to be like a lifer, you know, like get as high as I could in church world doing it because I still have a heart for that. Like it's, I, it's not like I hated what I was doing and then I left because I don't want to do it anymore. It's just, I know it could be better, but I know like my, maybe my most effective, um, Self may not be serving it from within, but from the outside. That's why there's a level, man, of, of creating something, whatever this ends up looking like to a degree. It's, it's being able to have the finances. And then there's so sometimes there's this kind of, I'm going to call it charity, but there's, there's these levels of work that we want to do that we don't really care about the money on, on a lot of levels. We yeah. just want to do the work. You know, yeah. again, if I could drop 80 million on you right now and your house and cards and all that necessities were taken care of for life, like, I'm good. <laughs> You'd be done. You'd be serving people though, right? You'd be helping those yeah, kids. Be helping those those in my life. Yeah. yeah. You'd be helping those families. So it's like, how do we make sure we don't delay that from happening? Like you're, you're removing yourself out of a thing you did for so long to potentially on pseudo levels act like, well, maybe I'll get back into that three years from now after I, I do all this stuff within video and the business and everything else so that I have, because if, if on certain levels you think that you're creating more free time by having a business, that is... <laughs> that's not yeah, necessarily no, I, I know yeah i, I understand you, know, you might have freedom of choice on certain levels uh to do certain things but you might as well start creating the thing you really want whether that's through your mentor with your mentor or by yourself like it was the lack of control that really drove you the most crazy because it sounds like and i just talked to a girl who's a, a teacher in dubai like when we really got down to it she has everything she wanted. She wants to impact kids and influence and influence kids. And she's doing that. She's teaching them. She's in a school. She wanted to be a basketball coach. She is. She wants to create content. The only thing that was wrong, it's a similar thing to you. There was no freedom in the fact that she literally had five days a week, 10 hours a day to be in that classroom. So it was out of balance for her. She was doing too much. Like these calls, I love doing these calls. I love doing them. Got tons of passion for it. But you know, six hours a day, five days a week. I can't do that. Like it, it's, and it's not, it's not because I don't like it. I'm like, Oh my God, it's, it, it, yeah. it's just that I need time to recharge in other areas and different things. So if I was being hired by somebody to say, the only thing you have to do, Michael is be on a call six hours a day, just like I'm on with you. I mean, that aspect is a thing I want to do, but it would be too much for me. It's too much. It's like water can kill somebody. You know what I mean? If, if yeah. I just, if I drove, 14, 20, 30 gallons in one day could kill me. So, yeah. you know, there's good things that there can be too much of. So it, for you, you wanted certain impact and certain change that quite frankly, you could not control. And that control yeah. is what really drove you out. It sounds like because you were doing the work you wanted to do, but there was also work that needed in your mind to be done. It just, you couldn't change, you couldn't do, and they wouldn't implement or, or whatever. So now it's how do I make some kind of hybrid thing that allows me to have that control to do the things that I really know would probably make a bigger impact than I was able to make where I was at. So it's like, how do you get to do that? You know, make sure that you're able to do that and not go create this, you know. Real estate jail, piece. <laughs> jail, jail cell that you'll, you'll, you'll regret. And you're in the beginning stages. Something right now. Yeah. I just, I, you know, I, I think that there's, there's levels to, you know, I, I don't want to throw you way off the path. I mean, sometimes 
we, we get a lot more unclear before we get clear, if that makes sense. But hopefully, I mean, this has provided some no, this is really helpful. This is, direction this is, and things to think about. Um, yeah. Because I've, I've been like thinking to myself sitting there before like this call. I'm like, okay, so what do I do now? Like I have, <laughs> like, I, I, like I've, I've studied enough of the video production, you know, through Parker's first and other things. that I know how to make a good video. And like, I could probably like, you know, just continue developing that and I could probably make it for any other industry. But it's like, after that, I just like, okay, I don't really know. Like, do I build my website? Do I, do I just, I don't know. Like I, I just, I was just trying to figure out like, what is the next thing that I have to do, you know, just to keep this going. And then you're kind of giving me that kind of that clarity and helping me and point out that, you know, cause I, I had that feeling like I didn't want to build out. I don't want to promote things I didn't want to do. Sure. And you're saying, then why are you kind of like, you know, trying to build those things up if they're not going to be long-term? Yeah, right? you'll just and be kind of wasting time. I mean, that's really... I, I don't want to do that. And you, no, I know right. you don't. You're definitely not a guy who wants... Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely not a guy who wants to waste time for sure. I mean, yeah. but that's the thing. But that's where I think from a financial aspect you'll get more jobs and make more money by literally focusing more on the relationships and the doing the work. Like three weeks building a website, that three weeks just out meeting people or doing a free project and, and, and getting that momentum there. I mean, it's very, depending on what your financial needs are, I mean, it might not take that many kind of little ongoing projects to where nobody could even know you have a video production company, but you're still paying your bills and everything every month, you know? I mean, and there's people out there, like I said, that I know that. And I don't tell that to everybody. I'm not that. Like, you're, you're saying that there are people who actually like are, are like that. They're not like the big name studio that everybody knows. Oh my God, 100% not. And they don't yeah. have great websites and social media presence. They're not posting every day. I mean, I can tell you, I've even just doing these calls, which part of this was, you know, recognizing that when I get on a call with somebody, more things happen, you know, I mean, the reality of it is I've had more happen in, in two days of doing these calls than on a, a few months of being kind of more passive with it because my strength is doing this. And I'm not building an e-commerce, like you're not building an e-commerce site where it's like you need the most optimized website on earth because the reality is you got to get volumes of people to it and then they got to be able to just hit that buy button and purchase. My and wife wants to do that. You want to do that? <laughs> so, my, so, like, so we both left the church world. So I'm doing this video production as one business, but her dream is, I don't know if it's her really, her dream. Because now like you're talking about clarity and like really what she wants. And I think she just wanted to create something where like, because again, another aspect of the thing is like church gifts, they suck. And nobody like, you know, what did always, you say? Like, what sucks? Like, like church gifts. Oh yeah. When okay. you want to buy somebody for like something for church, like the stuff that's out there, it's tacky and it's kind of cheesy and you don't really want to buy it, especially like as a millennial. Like I'm not buying like this like angel porcelain doll, right? So <laughs> my wife wants to create something so that at least like it's a little bit more modern and more like attractive to the younger generation. They want to buy these kinds of things in the church. Sure. And so I'm, I, I, and see so here, maybe, I don't know if we have enough time. You're probably like going over time. Yeah. Wrap but, it up here in a second. Yeah. It's all good though. She, she, like I'm like I also want to help her with that, and it's like I saw, yeah I, I saw that businesses. there's yeah. now two businesses that are like could be potentials and it's like you're right like I don't want to spread myself out too thin building things that I want to build because I do want to help my wife with her thing as well. My wife has an Etsy thing and I pushed her in entrepreneurship yeah. for years and and never went anywhere and then when finally I stopped probably within a year or two 
she went to Michael's with her mom and bought this deer head thing and she got inspired to create something for us and put it up on the wall, took a picture of it. I posted it on social media and it immediately like somebody wanted to buy one. And so then now, you know, she has a business and, you know, she averages two or $300 a month. Um, so it's not crazy money. Right. But I also recognize, so there's that aspect. I want to help her and all this kind of stuff, but she, I mean, with our situation, she doesn't have to work. So she doesn't need it to make thousands and thousands of dollars, but like it does what she loves right now. I mean, on certain levels for her, it funds her craft like dreams. Like she loves crafting and making things. So right now allows her to buy stuff, experiment, be artsy and all that. But I know what it would take for her to grow it more, but she's not necessarily ambitious enough to or inclined to do those activities. And so I'm like that too. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot here to, you know, to still dive into on certain levels much with everybody. I'm never trying to hold anything back, but I mean, obviously it's, you know, hour 10 we're like time's flying by, like I said it would. (laughs) uh, But you know, the thing is a lot of people can be bigger dreamers than they actually are achievers or, you know, even though you're one thing, wherever it was, I think it said to achiever somewhere on one assessment things you sent me, but, um, you know, there's a level of you, you have drive for sure, but you're more likely to see the vision at times before you are to bring that vision to reality. Cause on like yeah. the one assessment, the, the one line, like the power line, the drive for control line is really high, but you're like me, your, your, your dominant line is actually not really high. So you're, you're it's like your engine in your car though. It, so it's, it, it's what my buddy Steve would call a Mimi conflict. So you've got the vision, you have the yearning for power and control and, and being able to drive the car yourself. But there's times potentially, just using the metaphor of a car, where if somebody else who was really domineering came up to you and wanted to sit in the front seat of the car, you might go, yeah, that's fine. Okay, no problem. Right? You yeah. might not say anything. But a guy with a much higher line there would be like, punch the guy in the face, get out of the way, I'm sitting in the front seat. <laughs> So there's that level of like, you could be a four cylinder car on a NASCAR track with 200 mile per hour cars. And you're wondering why you can't keep up with them. Um, Because you vision, you think you're in a NASCAR vehicle, but the thing just ain't keeping up. It only goes 80 to 100 miles an hour, you know, and it's just going to blow up. But there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the car. You're only on the wrong track. That's it. So, you know, that's the thing sometimes is, is we have to have enough, and it's taken me years to recognize at times for me, the difference between something I'm dreaming, envisioning, and can see crystal clearly, and the reality of me bringing that to life. The reality of me doing what's necessary to actually make that happen. And so sometimes there's a misalignment with things that are great ideas, they're amazing ideas, they definitely could be big money ideas, and the fact that if they're poorly executed or not executed at all, they're worthless. You know, but it takes a great idea with good execution, and then, you know, it's, it's magic. So, you know, I, I've helped my parents, I've helped different people trying to do things where it's like, I've realized that's why even the word jumpstart or jumpstart session, what I realize is my greatest asset is I'm a catalyst. I'm like a rocket fuel for somebody's rocket ship, but it takes two to tango. Like I'm not actually the one who does the work for the person. I'm the encourager. I, I get them going. Um, but they got to take the action. Like I can't, I can't run my wife's business. I don't know how to draw things or make things or any of that. And I can't, it's not as a best use of my time to also even do tons of things for marketing for her because the return is not as great there for me 
for us, for our family, as it is if I go sell video production or if I even go sell coaching potentially because she's selling things for 10 to $50 and I'm selling things for 1000 to $10,000. So the yeah. same five hours that I go spend might make me 2000 where that five hours with her won't make us 200 bucks. Yeah. Uh, so right yeah. now she just does her thing and lets it, I mean, the first year, she only averaged a hundred bucks a month. Second year, she's at 200. The beauty of her and her personality is she'll still be doing it 10 years from now and it might be making five or $10,000 a month, but she's not going to do it in two years. So for someone like me or you, we'll do 80, we'll try 80 ideas in the time it takes my opposite or my wife to do one uh, yeah. because we're just trying to experiment in it and she's like slow and steady, like just, just keeps <laughs> on kicking, man. Doesn't well, stop. Well, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm sure we, we typically marry our opposites for the most part, not always, yeah. but uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the thing. So when you have that kind of awareness, it's like you can help your wife, you can encourage, you can, you know, do little things, but at the same time, it's like, where's your time as a, as a couple and as a business? Let her do that. But that's the thing too, like, right, put it out there. Like so many times we're waiting for everything to be perfect, but you know, she would have never, if, if she would have put, if I would put that picture up, and it got some likes and a couple comments says looks nice. She wouldn't have a business today, honestly. But somebody wanted to buy it. They literally were like, I want that. And then she was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then she did some more and people want to buy it. And it just kind of, and I would, and some of it initially was my audience of people on Facebook. But then 99% of what she gets sales for now has zero to do with me and all about her Instagram account actually and what she's doing there. So it's just like, Sometimes you need to put things out there and just see. That's like I said, the, the real estate guy, right? It's like, don't go build some insanity thing to, to, to then, under, you know, two weeks later realize you hate this. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, go get him to do a little effort, get him to line up. If he really can move and shake and get jobs, then there's nothing mean more than me going, hey, Ben, uh, my, my buddy Michael, you know, shoots, shoots videos and here's a sample of one can we do this for, for one of your future listings? We'll do the first one for free. It might go, okay, let's try that. And then I do it. And, th and then they go, okay, we'll do this for this caliber house. And now the guy brings you three homes a month. And then you do that for another person. They bring you three homes a month. Now you go, there's legs here. Like that's how it happens. But too many times we do all the, I mean, I'm the guy who's epitome of like, let me buy business cards and a website and <laughs> a URL, you know, and do all these things. And then I, I, I'm like, I don't really like, like I was more in love again with the dream and the vision, but everything has a process to get to results, to get to the vision. You can't yeah. just, everybody, the magic wand on certain levels doesn't exist. And so even though it's this metaphorical, let's dream for a second, we then have to now reverse engineer and to reverse engineer the process. It's like, do we want to go through that process? Are we going to go through the process? And if we're not, we might as well move on to something else because it might be great, but it's not great for me. And I've had that many times in my life, but for a while I wasted three months researching in this and doing this and doing that and nothing that's really moving the needle and nothing that's making any money, but I'm always excited researching and looking at magazines and all this. And then I, I realized, well, I just lost a bunch of money because I didn't make any money and then I wasted a bunch of time. So, you know, it's, it's learning. Delightful. I learn, but <laughs> so. so I just probably stopped trying to like buy all the cameras. Yeah, you probably don't need any more. I don't know what you have. We hadn't got into that. But I would imagine from whatever you think you already have spent, you probably have everything you need to start making money with it. <laughs> I mean, my average shoot just for full transparency, at the end of the day, if I wasn't worried about backups, I could show up with one camera, one lens, and a glide cam and uh, audio pack. And on certain levels, 
get paid five to $10,000 to do a project um, on that most really basic level. Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, I like to always come with two cameras because I don't know if something's going to happen to one. Yeah. You know, there's, there's some That's other me. little like, tools. I want to be prepared. Like I want to have like two just in case. And I want to like have this one and this, like, you know, being able to record raw and then, you know, do all <laughs> Yeah, that's where you start. Yeah, you start getting, I mean, a lot of our, our stuff, I mean, even my guys who have the Sony A7Ths and stuff, we're still not shooting 4K on like 99% of the projects we do. We're still only shooting in 1080 on it and stuff. And so, I mean, really, Sony A7 III type of cameras, you know, uh, Mark IVs and under. I mean, I still, I, I see a lot in the group about the 5D Mark IIx, whatever the heck it is. I don't even keep track of it anymore. But the one that's like $5,500 SLR, it's unnecessary for a starter person. It just is. I, I don't care which way to Sunday you spin it. I, it's just, it's, if you have it, if anybody's listening, you has it great, you already have it, but it's not necessary to start for sure. If you're not making money uh, because the client just doesn't, you know, it's one thing if you're still shooting on like a standard definition camera or something, but really at this day and age, there are thousand to $2,000 cameras that are excellent that will be able to get you jobs that you can make money with. Like you don't sure. need five or 10 or 15 or 30, $50,000 cameras to get going because you're more than likely are not working with clientele who have any clue on earth what the difference is between a red weapon or whatnot and a yeah. 5D Mark IV. And, and, and that's why, coming back to what you were saying, I think I was buying with the intention of saying like, oh, if I ever wanted to do a commercial. If you could, right? If the someday type of thing. But I mean, we yeah. run, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. And I mean, again, I'm going to have to, we'll, we'll, we'll have to you know, <laughs> make that for another conversation. But just, just you know, out of anybody, again, who's listening and yourself, I mean, you get in here at times if you're not making a lot of money with it there is the potential that if you have what could still be sold and it's fifteen thousand dollars worth of gear you might be able to buy yourself another two or three months of living if you sell the fifteen thousand dollars worth of gear and just get the five thousand dollars worth of gear uh yeah. yeah that's just my humble opinion but i just know through the years which is the work that i'm so hope you know set on is the mindset and business and relationships and connections and things like that. Like I know plenty of people who are doing far better in business who hardly know anything about the cameras and the technology and they're making more money than a person who is like the most well-versed human on earth that I know about the cameras and the tech and can tell you everything about them, but they really struggle to get business because they're not, they don't have people skills. They don't know how to build relationships. They don't know how to, and when I say build relationships too, I mean, have relationships with people that I don't talk to every day. I'm not going to lunch with them all the time and we're not sending emails back and forth like, Hey, what's up? But just that idea that from a business standpoint, I'm there for them. I do help them. We guide them. We, we know, again, I know things about their industry. So I, I do have a relationship with them, just not a, a friendship on the aspect of like a normal friendship that you like talk to somebody on maybe a regular basis. Um, mm. You know, so relationships to me in business, have become friendships for sure, but are also just something where, you know, for their needs from a business and professional standpoint, can I help them? Can I serve them? Can I, you know, the problems they may have, can I help solve some of those problems with the skill sets I have? And that's the relationship we have. It's from a professional aspect. And again, some most definitely become great friendships for sure. Um, but that's, it's just different. I think the word relationship is a little, can be nuanced and contextual. So. Good. Awesome. Okay. Perfect. Awesome,
Thank you so much for all of this awesome, you know, value that you provided to me. And I really appreciate you taking the time to, to get onto this call with me and just do this. Cause I was really kind of like figuring out like, what the heck do I do next? And sure. kind of that, that picture where I should be going now. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, um, yeah, it's perfect. And you know, it, it's interesting cause I'm still messing with these, um, a little bit in regards to how, cause I, I, I'm trying to keep track of who I sent what audios to as I was kind of promoting people to do this. Did I say anything about, I mean, you know, it's kind of hybrid cause I don't want to not say anything about it at all, but did you have any interest in any, any of the coaching stuff at all that you wanted to, to hear about it or anything? Did I tell you anything about in it? In terms of like you, like the On, different Any ongoing thing? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think you, you, you mentioned it in like, like a bit in a video, but I don't remember like you like going in depth about what you do. Okay. I don't know. Do you have any interest at all? Uh, in terms of the coaching? Yeah. 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 No, I would be, no, I'd be very interested. I think I, I guess like I, I kind of spent all my money on gear. So it's like, <laughs> well, it's interesting. So I, you know, because I haven't said anything about prices, what I find is I actually, the guy I was just talking to, he said that in one of my biggest success stories, we back in like 2015, actually, uh, I had a call with him and then I said something, he goes, no, not, I can't do it. Like I, I hadn't even said anything. Like I didn't tell him, he didn't know how much it cost. He didn't know anything about it. He just automatically was like, Nope, I appreciate the call, but can't do it. I said, I was like, well, I didn't even tell you. I mean, at least let me just tell you what it's about. And you know, and he goes, okay, fine. You know, I can't afford it. <laughs> so I said, and, uh, when I told him it was far cheaper than he thought it was going to be. So yeah. maybe that'll happen here. I don't know, but I'll just tell you the, the things that I, that I'm doing. And uh, it's all good either way. Because, I mean, the main thing I'm trying to do here anyways is, one, I love doing it. I want to deliver. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't hold anything back. Time flies by. So there's not like I'm trying to hold certain things back. In the world I've been in sometimes, people go to workshops and seminars. I filmed them where they really don't deliver any value. And then you have to buy the thing that they're selling to get value. It drives me insane. So it's like I'm not trying to hold anything back here. Um, but basically wanting to show people I'm even doing this podcast because a lot of people have only seen me as a optimistic, positive thumbs up, you know, guy that sometimes is preaching like on those solo things, but they don't see how I'm kind of working with an individual. So that's yeah. what this is kind of, it's meant to hopefully help you while you're on here. Of course, I love doing it, but I also let other people who either might be afraid to do it uh, or not understand it or whatever they can observe, they can hopefully learn. And as I'm seeing, there's definitely out of the six I've done so far, I'd say five of them, including yourself, uh, are very relatable. Like I feel like people will be able to watch and kind of relate to someone's kind of circumstance or situation. Mm -hmm. Whereas the one I did and I'm like, it's got a very, very unique situation. And I don't know that a lot of people would be able to relate when they're, when they're listening. So, you know, sure. that'll happen from time to time, but the goal is yeah. people will also be able to relate. So anyways, that's, that's, the, that's the mission um, with that. And then if some people want to go deeper, great, that's fine, but I'm not, there's no pressure. I'm not, I've heard some guys, there's one guy I know, I won't mention that's in doing stuff with videographers and their pitch is like, it's 7,000. And if you buy right now on the call, it's 5,000, you know, and it's that whole, like, make a decision right now, Ben, like it's, it, your life is on the line, you know, if you don't make this decision, I'm like, I just scummy to me. So anyways, <laughs> the things we'll be doing though, are, are, are like small group workshops. So one to four times a year, we're going to be having, or about four times a year, I should say, 
we'll be doing these 10 to 30 person kind of in-person two-day workshops. So that's that. Those aren't scheduled right now, so I won't even kind of get into that much. Are those like in America though? Like that? Yeah. So that's, yeah, the other guy I just talked to is in London. So the, the one main one that's more than likely based on even what you had just said, uh, going to be is the, the middle one. So the last one I do one-on-one days, um, as well, just to really dive deep for 10 hours and just, you know, we saw how quickly this flew by, but we could really, I find that it can really accelerate things because we can accomplish a lot in a short period of time rather than dragging it out over months and stuff. So anyways, that's that. Um, oh, and the, the, the workshops will be a thousand. That's 4,000. I do payment plans on everything. So a hundred bucks a month or three twenty-five a month. Um, but the middle one that I'm doing right now, I haven't moved it to 2000 yet. I'm still actually just doing it at a thousand for the year or a hundred bucks a month. And it's basically with this app called Boxer. And basically you have access to me Monday through Friday, nine to five, send me messages. And I'm kind of your coach mentor in your pocket where when you need something, when there's something happening, a client, the pricing and the question, I've had people using it for client issues, packaging yeah. something up, um, whatever's kind of going on, you send me a message. Typically I'm having people, they, they send an audio and they kind of talk it out. It might take them two, three, four minutes to, to say what's going on. And then I respond via an audio. And what I find is it's been more effective than actually these calls. So I'm using them because it's really not an easy way for me to make what I'm doing with the Voxer coaching, like something that I can use in marketing. It just wouldn't really work sense, very well. Yeah, yeah so for sure. I'm not actually selling anybody these calls because I found them very helpful, but also for the longer term, a little ineffective. Yeah. Because it can get expensive if we're going to do a 60 to 90 minute call, like, you know, once a week or twice a month or, or whatnot. And then if it's once a month, now all of a sudden you got 30 days in between talking to me. And so with this, I'm more efficient as well. So when you've got that thing, something that would turn into a 90 minute phone call is a eight minute audio response and, yeah. and that you can listen to and get help with. So I've got people in like Australia, different places where it would also be impossible to almost schedule calls because this guy sends me messages like two o'clock in the morning, my time. And so, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously I'm never going to get on a call like this with him. Typically we'd have to find some weird 7 a.m. my time so that it's whatever time zone his thing. Sure, sure, so anyways, sure. um, that's it. And, and really, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm typically within 24 to 48 hour response time for the most part, give or take when you send the message. Um, so what, so how much is that, uh, that, that boxer? So that's either the thousand dollar one-time payment or right now I'm doing a hundred dollars a month. Um, so annual. So that's annual. Yeah. Right now. The, so the way I did it to kind of work so that, like I said, right now I haven't charged more and I've already, I've done this about six months and I've seen it play out is that the first about month and a half people are typically using it a lot. Like, you know, we had a lot we covered in this call and quite frankly, for a little bit, there'd be still some more digging. It would take some time. So we kind of just keep going back and forth. And then what I'm finding is probably 60 to 70% of the people aren't using it as much after that, like, cause they start getting yeah, yeah. momentum and they start taking action. They start getting things happening. They start getting busy. And so they're, they're, they're more probing on much more specific things now than us just going back and forth. Like we could have, I've done some of what I did with you in Voxer. So you figure, <laughs> I'm asking you a question, you're sending a response. You, I'm asking you a question, you're sending a response. And so we do what we did on this call, but it might take a week 
to get all that we did in this call kind of out to a degree because we're just having messages back and forth. And then now we're starting to get more specific. But what I found was is, is if I'm charging three to 500 bucks a month, boy, once you're not using it, you're like, I'm done. Like, I'm not gonna, like, do I really wanna pay 500 bucks to ask him two questions? So the way I made it is, is allowing it to kind of ebb and flow with your business. So when you have a little bit slower month and you only use it a couple times, you're not like, wow, this is really hurting. Like, should I really keep paying for this? But rather, um, that month's okay. But then the next month when you need it 20 times, it's good. So it, for me, what I find is, is that it's still experimenting. I, I want to get it to about 2000 and I don't think that's going to be an issue. But right now I practice what I preach. So I'm just creating demand for it, practicing, doing it, seeing where everybody sits on the usage and really a small percentage are like, endlessly sending me messages every single day of the week, you know, and and it's still not a ton, but most are just kind of ebbing and flowing with what's happening in their business. Sometimes one week's really busy and the next week they might not message me at all. So I'm finding my capacity right now. I'm all that. And I love, again, I love doing it. So it's just, it's, it's a pricing that I find that is a, is a win, but it's, it balances out for me. So that like the pricing, you know, some could go, wow, that's, that's, you're really getting screwed over. It's like, well, as a whole, like one guy I ended up sending about an hour's worth of messages over the month and it was the hundred bucks. And sometimes then the next month I might send three or four hours worth of messages in the month, you know? So and then the next month again, it might only be 40 minutes. Um, so it just yeah. balances out for me and it's fine. So it's working. Sure. Okay. So, um, yeah, if there's anything, so like with the 100 a month, if I'd like, don't need it for like two months it's like not it's not like uh like there's a canceling well if if for some reason you just end up like i'm not look at the end of the day i'm not going to hold you hostage inside of like no way sir can you get out of this you owe me for a year um but i would like to try to 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 keep it where as a collective whole unless you're just really hurting for money or whatever i'm trying to make it because i'm basically what i'm trying to do is value the overall time and say I mean, normally, you know, like I, I think I already said, like the one day is 4,000, you know, that I'm typically doing for like an eight hour day, eight to 10 yeah. hour day. Um, yeah. So in the big picture, like I overall value that one month even and what I could help you and the advice I could provide could make you, no, I don't I, know I, how much money. So it's kind of just saying, I, I, I get that the value is there on some level. And I just had a call with the guy before because he said for years, um, he knows he wants to be more the kind of, uh, kind of the, the guy at the top who's kind of orchestrating the shooters and the editors and he's creating the vision for it, but he's believed in his mind that he's got to be the guy doing the work or else it's not valuable. Like who's going to pay me to just talk. And what I realized is for years, my self-esteem was so low that I needed video. I needed these other things because if I couldn't point at an actual, you paid 3000 for a video here you go. This is this thing that you bought from me that who would pay me for me to, to talk. It took me years to believe that. But now like the one guy I mentioned with the poker runs, I mean, when he did it, he did a one-on-one day and he was making 1200 bucks a month. He was paying me 325 bucks a month. He, he bounced a check to fly to St. Louis to go to our, to do the one-on-one day with me. And within five months, he got a $50,000 contract with the poker runs. He okay. never had yeah. made any video. You know what I mean? So there's that level. I, I'm trying to, like, I get where you're coming from, but that's kind of where I'm sitting now where I'm like, you know, there's a lot that could happen. And so 
I get where it's the kind of like, okay, I'm good now. And you, off you go. And I'm just trying to say to me, the value is at a thousand dollars, you know? And so I'm trying to make it easy by making payments on it. Um, but that's it. Yeah. So it's not to be looked, I guess the shift in perspective for you or people I'd be talking to is not that I didn't use it at all this month or even the next month. And so why pay for it? It's that I'm paying a thousand dollars for the advice in general. And I use it or I don't use it. So it, it, it's kind of that way because my goal is even, I mean, quite frankly, my goal is that even this call and the big picture of things, um, as much as you don't have to do anything right now, I mean, there's no pressure to do anything. Don't, you don't have to do anything. My goal is with these calls that they could change. I mean, I had one guy, I just took the screenshot. We had talked and did a, a 30 minute call one time. And then he did do some stuff later, but he, uh, that one call before he came back actually and, did do the coaching. He sent me, he said, year one, he did eight weddings. Year two, he did 14. Year three, he did 18. When we talked, he was at 11 weddings. And year one, he was doing 400, then 900, then 1200. And then when we had met, he was charging $1,600 each. And then from 11 weddings to what he ended up with 36, he charged between 2000 and 2300 bucks. And that was from kind of some shifts that I helped him see to get to that 2300 Because he was planning on still charging $1,600, he said, for the rest of that year. That was the trajectory he was on because he went 4 9 12 He wasn't charging anything different. So yeah. that's just – it's my own thing. And that's what I'm trying to help with you and anybody else too, though. I mean, my goal is that – and like I said, at the end of the day, though, if you came in and were like, I'm not getting value out of this, man, like what you've done is not even worth it. Then we just stop the payments. I mean, it, it, the only time I don't do that is like on a one-on-one day. If you do that, I still allow payments, but if you did a one-on-one day and unless you tell me at the end of that day, this day sucked, man, like this was not valuable at all, well, then I'll refund the money um, or not make you make even payments. But if you like love the day to come back, because even this guy though, he didn't make the payments every single month. I will say that because it was tough for him, you know? And so he he made all the payments, but he didn't make them all consecutively. So I'm flexible. If you really had an issue in some capacity um, yeah. and you need to drop it, I would just still overall try to get the thousand, I guess is the, is the way I look at it. Like I'm an easygoing guy in the big picture. This is how I'm with my clients. Like I've had clients that this is all coming from that experience. I mean, I have clients that are video production, not coaching or anything like that. And, um, you know, they've had issues. I've done all the work. They've got the videos. They're using the videos and they might owe me $1,500. And they're like, man, this is, this is, this is happening. Like, it's all good. Like I'm, I'm easy going. I mean, cause I, I come from that place because I've had people who held me hostage basically is what I call it. They held me hostage. And I felt like, you know, there was no flexibility. Like it, they didn't give a crap about my life and what was happening. And I was having financial hardship and they're like, well, it's tough shit, buddy, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm never yeah. going to do that to somebody. Um, but I'm just trying to say the value. So it's like, yeah, if you had no, no, a, I, yeah. cool. No, I no, I, I no, I actually see the value, and and okay. I get it. No, like, what do you what you're what you're charging or what you're asking for is actually like compared to because you you said that somebody charged seven thousand, but if you charged or if you made the, you know the decision on the spot, it would be yeah. five thousand. I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Uh, I'm sure. Because I was looking for that actually like a while back and I wanted to actually get some coaching because I, I believe in the, the power sure. of coaching, how it can really yeah. help accelerate, you know, your growth and your results. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I kind of made some 
business decisions <laughs> the recent like months that have like that if I'm not careful sure I get it man what I, with what I do yeah. I could easily create like a bad debt situation I get it I get and it so it's it's not like it's not a no for now but it's like I do want it sure yeah and then yeah. it's like yeah, like if you can give me this like a little bit of time just to all I would say all 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 yeah all I would say is is I'll probably play with the fact that I don't know when I'm going right now to basically potentially doubling that um and so there's no it's not gonna be quick I mean unless you come to me like six months from now or like a year from now then I'm potentially not gonna honor that rate but like for all intents and purposes right now, over the next month or so, at least month or two, I'm probably still going to be charging the hundred. That's my, like right now, my goal is to do about 20 calls this month, 20 calls next month and 20 calls the next month. So that'd be 60 calls. And as of right now, I about 50% of the people are doing some. So depending on what happens over these next 90 days, because this is what I did with pricing for weddings. It's similar to that guy. That's why I helped him do it because I knew how to, inch my way up based on the demand that I had. So right now, you know, like I said, for the foreseeable next month or month and a half, I'm more than likely still going to be charging the $100 a month. Yeah. And so yeah. if you come within that next couple months, um, no problem. And, and if you come after that, I still might. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, 100%, but I also might only go up to 150 um, so there's definitely not the make a decision today or make a decision in a week, sure. but yeah, if it's, it's kind of like when I had somebody, I did their wedding and then their friend came to me four and a half years later and they only paid 1500 and now I was 3,500 and they wanted me to do their, their the rate that they paid four years ago. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, I understand. Well, I, can, I, get well, it. I get it. Yeah. So that's all, that's all I would say. So there's yeah, still, there's sure. no pressure, but that's all I would say with what probably the pricing thing is it could change depending on how long you wait. Um, okay. but that's it. So, okay. No, I'll put it, I'll put it down. I'll say like decide in a month. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good. And you'll probably, I mean, what I'm going to be doing too, I've got a few people trying to help me. I'll probably, um, you know, the goal is there's going to be these podcasts will come out about three times a week. Um, there'll be a solo one, one of these one-on-ones and then either another one-on-one or another solo, or sometimes I'll have a guest. I'm not going to have a guest probably more than once or twice a month. Sometimes I might do that. And then I'll probably have like an email that might go out once a week, just a little update of what's going on and then uh, stuff will go out on social. So there'll be, it'll be top of mind. I probably won't. I mean, this is what I would market to some, like tell to somebody else. Like when you meet somebody, I try to meet people and actually become friends with them on Facebook when I'm at events yeah. because yeah. if you put the content that you do on your pages, when they come and connect, they may not be ready today, but they might be ready in a year. And I've had people, I had people literally, then real quick to send this, I had, a, I had a guy one time where he got fired from a job, got hired somewhere else. And he said, I've been following you for like three or four years. And he goes, the company I'm with now, like has a need for what you do. I'm so pumped because now I'm going to get, like he had no, he, you know, he was employed. The place he was employed with didn't see value in doing any video. And then when he got hired at this new job, he was like so pumped because he knew these people needed in one video. And he's like, I'm going to get to work with you and hire you. So it's like, you just never know who's kind of following and, sure. and when it might be years. And I mean, it's all good. There's no, I hate yeah. the high pressure stuff, you know, and, and that would be something that anybody like there's short term money in that. And I think again, we won't mention names, but you know, I, I just know a lot of people have 
sometimes resentment because they make these decisions they're not happy with, but then they feel like they're, they're locked into it. Because I also know that the one I'm talking about doesn't offer zero refunds. Um, and there's a lot of guys in coaching who, or programs or courses, especially in $5,000 plus, they like to blame the customer. And so it's like, if you didn't get results, it's not my fault. That's on you. And so there's no refunds. Like, cause if you do the system, it will work for you. But my thing is, is some people are getting sold into things that aren't right for them. And that's how they end up with decisions that they regret because it wasn't the right thing for them. Right? Like if somebody got into things, if you got into it, I mean, potentially you're like, man, I'm not even, I'm not even doing video. Like I went and got hired at my job again. Like I'm not even doing video. Like I, I do appreciate what you've done, but like, this isn't even applying to me in any way, shape or form anymore. Um, I mean, that, that's things like that happen, right? Like it's all kind of contextual. And I, I think that a lot of people aren't flexible with people or their situations, you know, it's just like sure. automatic that, but it was yeah. like, if you were going off and using all the advice and you signed up and you did it for three months and then you're like, you know, a year later, like, dude, I made $300,000 doing video. I'm like, okay. And you, can you pay the rest of the money? Like, obviously that had some kind of effect on it. <laughs> you know? No, I, yeah, no yeah. for sure. So no, definitely, definitely rock and roll, man. Well, that sounds okay. good, buddy. Well, um, yeah, Thank let me know so if you much. have any other things and we'll go from there and I appreciate the time and hope that was helpful. Right. So. No, that was very helpful. Thank you very much, Michael. Cool, man. All right. See All right. You. There you have it. Another episode of jumpstart sessions. And I hope you enjoyed that episode. So if you yourself would like to be coached on a future episode of jumpstart sessions, just head on over to jumpstartsessions.net and click Get Coached on the Podcast. Again, as of the recording of this episode, they are free as long as they can be used as a podcast episode. I would really love to help you gain a greater level of clarity, confidence, and connection in your life and alignment in your business so that you can move faster and make things happen without so much resistance. So I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Have an amazing rest of your day and keep rocking and rolling. Take care. 